is pushing on me and I hope for all of us. And conversely, if we disregard with another person what their likes and dislikes are, I mean, where does that leave us in a relationship, you know? It's just like, I don't care that you like this or dislike that. I'm just going to go ahead and do it my own way. It just shows such an offense. Similarly with our relationship with God, you know? The more we spend time with Him and understand Him, we know in our hearts those things that it just is going to be displeasing. For all of us, it's going to be something different. But we're going to perceive that and say, I want my relationship with you to draw closer, but I want to know you more and know you more. I was thinking also that um, there's a certain aspect of relationship that we know as humans, but I think with the Lord also, about how we want to be pursued. You know? It's really a very cool thing. When somebody really, it's almost like, coming after you, you know, like, I want to know you more, I want to spend more time with you, I want to understand you better, you know, let's get closer together. Um, there's so many different ways that can happen. You know, you think about the husband and wife or the boyfriend-girlfriend thing a lot, but even in just personal relationships, when you sit down with somebody to have a cup of coffee with them that you haven't seen for a while, and instead of them just kind of yakking away about what's going on in their life, that they sit down and like, well, so what's happening? You know, no, really. Tell me what's going on with things at the job, you know, and, and trying to understand more about what's in your heart, what's really affecting you. And I think that the Lord has that same yearning that what he wants us to do is, is we're trying to comprehend and apprehend him better. It's, I don't know how to describe the words. I just know that his heart is like he desires that we would pursue him, you know, and seek after him, not just sit on the sidelines, but press in and press in to seek after him recognition and a fellowship with him. And so that's the direction I hope that we're going to be going. I certainly hope I'm going to be going this year and, and do that. Um, uh, I was just looking up some scriptures along these lines. It's like, I know these are concepts, but, you know, I know that, you know, biblically based, for example, in Proverbs uh, 6.17, we know that it says God, certain things God hates, like a proud look, a lying tongue murderous hands or wicked heart, mischievous feet, lies, troublemakers. You can spend a lot of time in Proverbs, and I enjoy doing that, you know, reading out of the, the Proverbs things we can get a better appreciation for God's likes or dislikes, um, how he despises an empty sacrifice, and how often can we be guilty of that? <laughs> That's pretty easy to do, like, okay, well, I'll put in my time, you know, okay, okay, you know. Right? Studied my Bible and did my prayer. Okay, I guess, you know. Well, that's an empty sacrifice. I mean, anybody knows that. I don't hardly even need to say that, but it is in the Bible, you know, and I downloaded it and printed it right there. That's what it says. So, um, there's that time you just press beyond just simply getting there, but spending time in your face before God and really beginning to appreciate Um one of the things that struck me as I was just kind of meditating upon this is, yes, we get a greater understanding of the Lord and his being and his love for us through the word, but even also in the creation that we have around us. And I remember from my youth, I was really unsaved. I'd call it an atheist. Maybe it's not so much that I, yeah, pretty much, I guess. Maybe kind of agnostic. I'm not sure. When I grew up, we didn't go to church, you know. We went skiing on Sundays. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. We worship God in the mountains, hey. But uh, 
But yet, I remember the one thing that really stuck out for me that always kind of had a sense beyond uh, just, we're just here, was going into the mountains and stuff. And I especially liked Yosemite. I still do to this day. I'm a little bit of an addict. And so there would be times I'd just go up there and spend the day and just sit on my back in Yosemite Valley and look up at those walls, you know. And you think about and you just meditate on that. And looking at it, I couldn't very well just say, well, I guess it's just kind of happened, you know. God speaks of his creation and of his being to the unbelievers by the majesty of what he's created, you know. And I remember being overwhelmed by that. and. I think that sometimes when we look at the complexity of God's creation and the grandeur of what he's created, we begin to get a new appreciation for him. And so I was thinking about that and about how, you know, for zillions of years, whatever, man has looked up in the stars and seen the stars, and it's pretty neat. You know, and every night the sky looks a little bit different. And then they got the Hubble telescope, you know, and then could really see some cool stuff. And so there's a greater depth and appreciation of the magnificence that God's created. Have you seen those images? Have you seen the Hubble telescope images? Yeah? They're just amazing. So I thought I would show some tonight because I thought, well, maybe there's one person who hasn't seen him. So I don't know if uh, Chris is able to kind of make that happen, but I found a deal on YouTube that had some of the images they go down, down, there. That's it. That's full screen. Let's see if that'll play. How can anybody say there's I mean, come on. You know? And how dare we keep God in a box when we see what he's created, the enormity of his creativity and majesty. I just look at stuff like that, and you just, you're in awe. And so, you know, I look forward, and I go, God, how dare I not appreciate all that you are, and your splendor is beyond what I perceive now. I want to know more of it. I want to know you more. I want to know more of your revel revealing yourself to me, right? And I look at that, and I just go, aren't you just lovely, and you desire to bless us with your loveliness, you know? So... So my point was, let's not put God in a box. He created the beauty of all that surrounds us that we might yearn to know and fellowship him. And scripture uh, testifies, and all of creation testifies of him. We can't define God in mere words, although words of praise are wonderful and adoration he desires. But he's so glorious that I believe that, you know, we can't comprehend his beauty, but we can do what he calls us to do, which is seek him more, pursue him, go after God. And see what he shows you. You know, those people that made the telescope pushed and pushed and pushed to get a better telescope. And look what look what more they got to see that God created that we wouldn't if we'd have just kind of sat back. Um, King James Version of 1 Corinthians 13, 12 says, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know uh, even as I am known. So we know that, you know, right now we don't really get to full comprehension. But his perfect plan for us in eternity is that we will then be face to face. But even in this life, in this part of, you know, eternity, I think that uh, he wants us to, to press in to know more and more of him. You know, I think of like a, like the diamond. 
<clears throat> you can have a great diamond, but if you just set it there and don't pay much attention to it, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. But when you pick it up and start to look at it, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And God's the same way. It's like a precious diamond. He wants us to pick him up and look at him more and more and more. So, you know, I kind of have a thing sometimes where I like to do uh, remembering things. I, I still have the jigsaw puzzle piece that you passed out from last year. Because, you know, just little stuff. And I keep it on my dresser. You know, sometimes you just remember little things, what you've been taught uh, by stuff. And I guess Ann passed out chocolate last week. So that was pretty cool. I wish I'd have been here for that. She didn't even save me. Any. So, but I, I got... That's going to be a whole idea. You take it home with you. You can have one, Jesse. It's okay. You want one? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was looking for the kind that I knew from when I was a kid. They used to make these kaleidoscopes out of cardboard. It's like two little tubes. And I had a, this concept in my mind for a long time about the kaleidoscope with the two tubes, but I searched around and Ann looked around town and couldn't find the kaleidoscope with the two tubes, but I got these kaleidoscopes. And so, let's pass them around. I'll tell you what my little gimmick is. It's not a gimmick, but it's just a remembrance thing, you know? But sometimes it's good to have that. Yeah, word pictures. There you go. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm in a, um, a legal case and we're doing things, I've found that if we pass something around. You know, I did a case with the surgery, so we passed around the hardware they used in the surgery and the picks and the gnarly stuff they put in the people's body, you know, for the surgery. But, you know, we remember. But this one, it, it come to me that this is what, you don't want one. Huh? Okay. Just pass around. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. Okay. So, <clears throat> so here's the thing about a kaleidoscope. You know, it doesn't mean much just looking at it, and what, what I'd propose you do is just look at it the wrong way. You know, there's the eyepiece, and then there's the wrong way to look at it. So if you just look at it the wrong way, and you got your eyes going the wrong you don't you don't see anything. You know, it's just kind of a big nothing. And you know what? I think that's kind of how we look at God a lot. We just kind of get up, and we just don't even pay attention, do we? We're just kind of like, oh, okay, there he is. Oh, I'll read a scripture. Okay, fine. Said something about he's love. Right? Sort of, you know. And maybe especially if you go to one of the brand X churches that's more boring and they don't have much of a service and you go, whatever, okay, when do we go to lunch? And you're not you're not seeing God, yeah. And so you're just kind of looking through the kaleidoscope backwards. But if you turn it around the other way and you take a look and then you start to twist it around and you focus and you're looking at and it's just never exactly the same. Every time you turn it a little bit, it gets just a little bit different. It's always beautiful, no matter what you're looking at. I got some pink and purple. I'm going to give this one to Jewel. She'll like this one. Don't we need to do that in our relationship with God? Don't be looking at God through the wrong end of the kaleidoscope. Don't look at him just the way you want to or be lazy about it. Take the time to say, wow, you're beautiful. And the more I look and the more I kind of look at you from different angles, I'm seeing different things, and I'm getting closer to you because I appreciate you and I know that you appreciate me. So what you can do, this is what I want people to do, is take this home, maybe like put it on your nightstand, see? And so when you come to the close of a day, 
And you're just like, whatever, another day. And your brain is already thinking about everything you've got to do tomorrow, right? I'm not going to get enough sleep. And I've got the boss that's going to get on me about something. And everything's going like that. And then you see this little kaleidoscope sitting over there, right? Say, oh, have I really appreciated the Lord today? Have I really had a perception of something new about him, of some different way that he expressed his love to me today that I didn't pay attention to? Hmm. I think I'll look at my kaleidoscope a little bit. God, oh yeah, you brought this person in my life. I, yeah, you showed your love to me in this new way, you know. You blessed me with this. Whatever it may be, everybody, it's going to be something different. But I think that we owe it to our relationship to him to meditate on that all the time. But especially if you kind of do it at the end of the day, go, okay, okay oh, I'm a little different for me today. And you'll get something different. I believe that. I really think you will. Okay. All right. And then finally, the thing I was going to say is that, you know, in the relationship we have with other people, it's really important we just share the good things that God has done. Because how can we understand God if we don't see him beyond what we read in his word, of course, what we see in what he's created? But if we don't share what God's done in our lives and what he's revealed to us, nobody else is going to get it. You know, that's why we're the body of Christ. You know? We have to get that from one another. He's desiring that, that we do that and we build each other up in our most holy faith by sharing the testimony that we have. Um, and then we can see more of him. I had a couple other things written down, but I don't think I'm going to share them. Now, the only other thing I was going to say is beyond just kind of meditating on upon it, I believe that as he reveals more of himself to us, it really calls upon us to step out and participate in the things where he's shown us more of himself. And it's not just for a mental understanding, but that it's for a walk and a way of life. A lot of times there's a new challenge, a new something. It's part of who he is that he wants us to participate in. Um, and if we don't do it, we don't fully appreciate it. And I was thinking it's like, you know, you can go out to a fancy restaurant, and if you like a steak, there's a nice steak there on the table, and it looks good, and it smells good, but it doesn't do you a whole lot of good unless you take out the knife and fork and put it in your mouth and you taste, you know. And so as as we journey on this venture of getting to know more and more of him and, and drawing close to him and him revealing ourselves, beyond that, he's asking him, do it, you know. As I show you this thing, as I show you a new way of relationship with this person, or how you're supposed to react with your family, or whatever it may be. As you do it, you'll taste and see that the Lord is good, because that which he's revealed to you is put into practice, and then you get the fullness of it, instead of just the mind thought that, well, this is a good way to be, or this is a good thing to say. But in putting it into practice, we become uh, a greater appreciation. So, that's it. I was just going to really encourage everybody to do what I think God's calling me to do, which is behold his glory. Think about all of his wonder. And let's just get closer to him this year and express our love to him by pressing in to know more and more of him. Amen? Okay, now what? <laughs> what do you want to do? Let's go bowling. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Here's what I think we ought, we ought to do. It's interesting to me that when Rachel was uh, preparing worship tonight, she sang, How Great Is Our God. Preparing our hearts to consider 
that maybe there's something of him that we need to see that we haven't considered. And so let's just do this first. Father, we just pray that I believe that what we've received tonight is a challenge to new perspectives in you. Not that changes your word, certainly, but perspectives that change our understanding of who you are and perhaps the influence that you would like to have in the participation that you would like to have in our lives. Father, I believe that none of us ever really walk as close to you as is our potential. Oh, Father, I believe that there is a closer place that we can come and a greater relationship that we can have. And so I just pray tonight that this challenge that we have received from your word to consider again a new paradigm and a new perspective in God, a new layer of understanding of who you are, help us to peel back those layers in our relationship with you. Father, help us to be the kind of people that put in the time and take the take the moment of your presence and consider a deeper walk with you, Lord Jesus. Consider a deeper understanding with you, and we will do that, and then we will give you all of the glory for it as you do wonderful new things in us. So um, we give you praise, Lord.